Hello, everybody. Crypto traders around the world. We're back with another episode of Crypto Talk Radio, found at CryptoTalkRadio.net, a.k.a. Basic Cryptonomics. Thank you for joining here today. My name is Leister. I'm your host. We've got a couple topics I want to go through. First, let's get the particulars out of the way, and then we'll jump right into this. Once again, that site is CryptoTalkRadio.net. That's where you're going to find all of our past, present, and future podcast episodes. The podcast is on all major podcasting platforms as well. Feel free to check that out. Let us know what you think. Link at the top says contact. Click that. Fill out the form. Come straight in. We read each and every one of those. We appreciate hearing feedback from our listeners, whether you're a subscriber or not. We would appreciate your subscription if you're a first-time listener. We again welcome you here. We think you're going to find it's completely different from any other crypto podcast that's out there. And hopefully you get great enrichment to the point that you feel like you want to spread the word out there. The last thing I'll call out is our triad membership. The triad is where we are trying to build a community of serious investors, not the kids that say the word Jeet and say the word Keck and can't half read. We're talking serious investors that believe there's something to this cryptocurrency thing and they want to talk to other grown adults, other serious people. Get away from the toxicity. Check it out on the site. Click on triad. It'll tell you about our different tiers for joining the full on triad. If you still have questions, you can join us in our discord channel. CryptoTalkRadio.net slash Discord will take you straight there. And anybody will be happy to answer any questions you may have. Given that, let's go ahead and jump right into our content for today's episode. It's a beautiful day in the crypto hood. A wonderful day in the crypto hood. Will you get robbed blind? Will you get robbed blind? Not if you continue listening to Crypto Talk Radio, found at CryptoTalkRadio.net, and I mean listen. Welcome. My name is Leister. I'm your host. I am going to do all, I'm going to sl- split this episode up, that we've got some fun stuff in the second half. First half, will stick traditional. Second half, we're going to have some fun because I want people to, as we see some dips, I, I want to try to put some smiles on people's faces just a little bit because I, there's some funny stuff happening out there, and I don't know if you saw it. And I figured I would share it because I want people to feel what I saw and felt. I want you to feel, not feel good because obviously crypto is in a rough spot, but I'm talking generally the opposite of feeling bad. I don't want you to feel bad. I want you to feel there's something to laugh at. There's something to laugh at, sure. Let me quick breeze my personal. I got plates. Both cars have plates. They are legally drivable. I know it sounds weird. You're like, what the? But trust me, it, this journey took from December to now five months, essentially five and a half months to just get plates on my two cars because the DMVs are incompetent. And it took this long to get a car that actually was worth keeping. And then I have another car that's not worth keeping. I mean, it's a decent car, but point is I'm stuck with it. And so I needed plates so I could actually sell the damn thing. I'm still not with a title. I don't have my title. And I'm stuck with Nevada because they can't tell me when I'm going to get the title for that one because the dealer screwed up. But once I get the title sorted and I know they're going to my mail house, I'm out of here. I'm freaking out of Nevada. I had to pay rent, dual, dual rent one more time. And if you're new, I know this all sounds strange, but trust me, this has been a terrible journey. Now there's some good news. There's some great news. And I'm going to full elaborate, and I apologize if you're a longtime listener, but I want to be clear for those that are new so that they don't think I'm a nutcase. So 
crypto is not what I do. I don't do crypto to get rich. I don't do crypto to get money. I, I mean, yeah, there's that, but it's not my goal. My goal is I'm interested in it and I want to inform and I like talking about it. That's what I do. That's why I do the podcast here at CryptoTalkRadio.net. I have my own endeavors. I work. I, I own my own business. I am my own boss, to quote Dame Dash. So I make a lot of money in my regular endeavors, close to half a million. I make a lot of money. So I don't need the cryptocurrency to go to the moon. Do, do, do. If it happens, it happens, and I'm not worried about it. I toss, you know, F money at things and just watch it. So like C plus charge, which I'll do a brief update on later. I have a little bit in that and a little bit in Shiv and a little bit in this and that. I have a diverse portfolio all the way around. I have a lot of different small amounts and different things. And I'm just watching price movement so that I can then do coverage if there's something worth talking about. Because of the bear, the extended bear, there hasn't been a lot to talk about. And so I purposely have not done. But because I make a lot of money on my side endeavor, it was able to help me sustain my regular life and get back on track because I had a rough 2021. I just got notified from the one of the two endeavors. They're going to bump the pay up. This endeavor actually doesn't pay my normal rate. And I took a little bit of a cut to make it work because I wanted to show them, look, I'm the best person you got and I'll prove it. And I'm willing to take a little cut because you seem like good people. Well, now they're going to put me up. It's going to put the rate to where my rate normally would be plus some more. So this is cool because I have two endeavors that pay me. So I get a lot. This first one, the amount above and beyond, this is going to, this is going to kick me to a tax bracket for sure people. <laughs> And I actually did just pay my tax bill, or at least the one uh, segment of it. So I had to write a check on that bad boy, and it just cleared the other day. So seeing that much money flow out, I'm like, okay, it's good that I got this freaking raise. Anyhow, that's my life outside of cryptocurrency, was just getting everything settled, getting the freaking plates on the car, getting this raise all sorted, getting my clients all situated, finishing my packing, recovering from my shingles. Now let's talk some cryptocurrency. And again, two segments, I promise you. If you don't laugh on the second segment, there's something wrong with you. First, let's talk numbers, which of course is never a laughing matter. But the good news is that the graphs look good. And again, if you're new, my tradition is when looking at any of the graphs, it doesn't matter what site you use, but when looking at any of the graphs, I like to look at the month chart. The month chart usually gives me a good indicator where we are. Now the month chart, I'm looking to see if there's more green than red, which generally, not always, generally indicates a positive trend, as in we should be going somewhat upward. However, if I look at Bitcoin as an example, Bitcoin's only up just shy of 2%, a base of 27.9, a peak of 28.9, rounded. There's more green than red, but it the direction looks like it's downward. Now, here's what's going on, and I'll elaborate on this later, but... There's about to be an announcement where the theory is that the feds here in the United States are going to announce a rise of interest rates. The rise of interest rates generally precedes a bearish activity as in down sells. And the theory is that people are selling in, in advance. They're trying to preserve their base where they're at now, stable out, wait for the announcement to pass, wait for the dips to pass, possibly buy on the dips, and then, you know, buy back in. So some of this downward pressure that you see is a symptom of this announcement that's forthcoming from the United States government that's causing people to be a little skittish. So it's not necessarily anything's wrong. 
this is normal because every single time we hear something from the government where it's talking about higher rates, people get really nervous about it. So that's what's, that's what's really affecting the prices you see. I'll be briefly, not in depth, briefly talking about one that's a standout coming up on two and just high level describe why it's an outlier and you should not treat it as a symptom of things to come. Ethereum also is on an upward trend. And again, looking at the month chart, there is significantly more green than red. Ethereum looks a lot better than Bitcoin. Both are in a somewhat downward trend direction, but I think they may recover and come back stronger. The long-term sentiment for both of these, and I focus on them because pretty much everything else is based on those, whether that's liquidity or general sentiment, both of these have a strong long-term potential. Both of these are expected to run, if not the latter half of the year, I say Q4, certainly 2024, they're expected to run. And I think if we get the current president out of the office, you're going to see a bull run. I'm recorded. So if you want to hold me accountable, you go right ahead. I, I, I encourage you to do so. All I ask is if I get it right, you come back and give my credit. But I'm saying, I believe this. I believe that the opportunity to get the current president out of the office and get somebody in office who actually is greedy like you and I, and of course I'm greedy on my endeavors, not on crypto, but you get my point. Somebody that actually supports cryptocurrency and will help cultivate it as a viable form, I believe creates a bullish sentiment. Will we get there? Let's certainly hope so. Time will only tell and time has to pass to know. Now let's dig into what happened. Very recently, I talked about it high level. I'm going to dig into it a little bit. Again, there's an anticipation that these rate hikes are coming. And as these rate hikes are coming, people are selling off to stable because they think that everything's going to crash. When I say crash, I don't necessarily mean it's going to go back to the bare levels 900 Ethereum level, but there's a lot of outflows in Bitcoin in particular, largest outflow since December, short, shorting. So this is a strategy on the exchanges. Bitcoin, those people are making some money because these people are selling off of the Bitcoin. Ethereum also has its outflows. Some of them were unstaked and sold. Some of the other top coins were also being sold. It's a, it's not the bloodbath that we saw before, but we are seeing some significant outflows that are causing people to be nervous. And of course, when you see a pattern of sales, it causes FOMO selling. People are saying, oh, it's got to be something wrong. I better get out now, get out now, get out now, do, do, do. Or... They're just stabling because they want to wait it out. Or in some cases, they're buying the dip. There's less people buying the dip, I think, than people that are selling off. So then the other unfortunate influence to this, no pun intended, some of these influencers are coming out and they're saying, you know what? This Bitcoin's going to be in a real tough, 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 tough period. We're going to have some major drops. It's going to go down. we got this, this announcement coming. We got some curves looking bad. Equities are down. Stocks are down. This is not good. I'm not saying it's not. This is, I'm not quoting, I'm paraphrasing, saying, I'm not saying it won't work long term. Doop, doop, doop. Saying right now, doesn't look good and it's going to go head down. I am less worried about what some influencer thinks because we know how that works out. I will say, in my opinion, I don't think we've hit the crash that I've been predicting for months now. I don't think we hit it yet. I don't think we're at the bull run yet. I think we got a little bit more to go down before we go up. How far down? At this point, though, I think our bottom is a lot less. Like initially, we were thinking, okay, go down 10, 12. I don't think we're that dire anymore. 
So I think we're up as in people are wanting to get in. People believe in it still. And there's a general strong sentiment. I'm simply saying that from where we are now, which is just shy of 30,000, we got 30,000, we didn't hold it. We're trying to hold it, but there's downward pressure. I'm saying that there's a strong probability that we breach down and go down as low as possibly the 20s, let's say, low 20s, 21, 22, 23, before rebounding. I think it will rebound. And I do think 2024 will be a great year for cryptocurrency if you believe in it. Now, I say all that and off to the side. Joe Biden's White House is now talking about taxing crypto mining and applying a very high tax on crypto mining to an amount roughly about 30% of their energy costs. Let me put some numbers to what we're talking about here. I said 30% of their energy costs, not 30% of their profits. Crypto mining is no longer nearly as profitable as it was. I can tell a story and I know this will sound weird now, but I want to be honest. There was a time when crypto mining was my only source of money. And I wasn't making a lot of it. Eh, enough to get a coffee, enough to get some food, and that's about it. But that was my only source of money for a period of time. And I relied on it and because I have you know strong PCs. But I wasn't making major bank at all. It's not easy to make major bank mining on cryptocurrency like it used to be. The difficulty in mining has increased significantly. So the energy cost in many cases outweighs the benefit of mining. Plus, you got to think the gaming card manufacturers have been trying to make their cards not viable. They purposely throttled them so that they can't crypto mine. Then they release these overpriced mining gaming cards off to the side. They know it's a scam. They know the one that's in your computer works perfectly fine. They don't want you using it for that. That's the real joke around this whole business. So the Biden administration is now pushing for this tax. It's part of a larger initiative that they're trying to do. They claim that these, this crypto mining, basically because of its harm, it's, it goes back to the energy usage. Do, 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 that's why. They're not doing it to collect money. They're not doing it to get, you know, do anything. They're doing it to ultimately punish you for doing it because they're trying to get it to stop because of the perception of an actual damage to the, you know, to our eco or whatever they're trying to do. So I believe by and large that, this is going to continue as long as his administration is in office because that's where it starts and ends. And so if you are one who believes that there's a damage to our environment because of mining, then maybe you celebrate this tax. I am saying, though, without crypto mining, we have a hard, we're going to have a very hard time making cryptocurrency succeed because even if you do go proof of stake, first of all, not all of them are going to go proof of stake. Proof of work is going to be around. So if you don't have crypto mining or you make it so much difficult, they're just going to go overseas. And if you go overseas, what you're doing is you're losing the opportunity to maximize and capitalize on that tax revenue anyway. So bottom line, it's not, it's not going to solve. It's not going to solve this. Now, the one upside is that Republicans run parts of the government. And so there's unlikely for any success, but it's the chatter, the chatter and the narrative spinning around causes people to think it's the right answer. And I don't and never will. And hopefully it dies somewhere at sad death or in 2024, we get rid of the person pushing. it. So that's our first half. Again, it's not really great news, but it's certainly not terrible news. Now let's get to the fun stuff. See, I was browsing around as I was getting ready for the show. And I like to go to CoinMarketCap, found at CoinMarketCap.com and check out their uh, the community section that they have. Sometimes, with some tokens, there are very hilarious messages on the community, very creative people, 
And I found quite a few on some of these tokens. Some of them are ones that I've talked about before. Some of them are ones I have not. And I'll briefly talk about each one, not to a deep degree, but I want to talk about what these people are saying about these projects. And again, I said that sentiment is critical when you're dealing with something like this. This, <laughs> if you don't have good sentiment, you're going, your project's not going to go anywhere. So let's start with the bear in the room, Saitama. Saitama, of course, went to the V2, has never succeeded since the V2. I said it's a bad word. I said that people don't want to hear the name Saitama. I said too much damage has been done. Even the Rust We Trust cult has arguably disbanded. They no longer support the man. He doesn't have the same followers because these people didn't come back give my credit, but they abandoned it. They jumped ship like rats. When people were trying to tell them this is a joke and this guy doesn't know what the F he's doing and he's killing the project and he's killing the business, when are you going to get a clue, wake up, you're not going to get these things. Satama has been delivering some things. They've been delivering product. They've been doing things. It's too late because sentiment has been harmed. So I was reading their community. User Rich says, quote, and this was very recently, a couple hours ago, quote, got kicked listening in on the scammer Russ's AMA on Twitter. Didn't request, was just listening. Only scams do this. Just a heads up, if you catch one of these scam spaces on Twitter, run, it's all lies. User raised the bar, says, quote, Saitama needs to be held accountable. They never gave me my Saitama for the original Saitama. That was a spelling intent. And they had the audacity to create a new coin. I don't know what the new coin is. I don't really care. User, something I'm not going to pronounce, cabal, whatever, says, quote, I selled, that's what he said, I selled before I'm so glad, devs thrash. <laughs> User Nightwolf says, quote, you ever watch Chokehold? Because you should. I don't know what Chokehold is. If somebody wants to enlighten me, please, CryptoTalkRadio.net and let me know or hit us on the Discord. User Nightwolf again, quote, Cool, doing no advertising and snorting your cocaine till 2024. Let this coin die and teach these lazy ass Twitter devs a lesson. User the Wolfpack Whisperer says, quote, by far, this is the worst meme coin in the entire crypto space. The most mediocre token and with a really bad reputation thanks to the criminals dev team running this scam token. User Lacombria says, quote, scam token, scam devs. I still remember the Vegas event. That was November 13th, 2021, by the way. A day that lives on in infamy. Was just a quote, was just an occasion for them to get drunk. Honestly, I'm speechless to see. Propo, that's what it says. Still believe this scam token. Wolfpack, disgusting. <laughs> so, one more. User Pink Panther says, quote, this biatch, going back to four zeros, mark this. Coop, that's what it says, of the devs dumping, and it ain't for development, but to use your money to buy nice cars, houses in Dubai, and call centers in India. <sighs> Satama, poor, that, what a project. At one point, had all of the momentum in the world and just totally killed their own business. Just for stupid, again, because of the cult leader that leads the damn thing, I don't know. Then we come to Lily Finance. For those that don't know the story of Lily Finance, Lily Finance, it actually was going to make its debut on what would have been Cytomask from Satama. Because Cytomask was screwed up and they couldn't launch it, Lily goes on its own. <laughs> Unfortunately, Lily later would announce that they were going to get on Coinbase and they created all this hype they're going to get on Coinbase and it didn't happen because 
It wasn't true, and either they got scammed or they lied. I don't know what the truth is. Bottom line is it didn't happen. So it's never recovered. User KLM2023 says, quote, I think your Lillian tribe has deserted. They don't trust the chief. Same lies over and over again. It's a scam. <laughs> so I can't say Lily Finance is a scam even now. But I can tell you that these idiots made the same mistakes as Satama because Satama did the same thing with drumming up hype and then just completely botching it and dropping the ball. And there's a pattern. Many of these tokens do the same damn thing. They just, they drum up hype like they're going to do something and then they don't show up and they fail. So many of them do the same thing. And we're going to get to a couple of those that I've talked about before. <laughs> so then I was, this Arbitrum has started to get some hype, started to get some run. And I didn't know where it was coming from. And then I happened to notice a couple of message messages talking about it. I'm like, ah, okay, that's what it is. User Paul Rainwater says, quote, more crypto crap I got sucked into from the Daily HODL, H-O-D-L, article. Quote, I'm so sick of crypto scams and hype. The only real crypto is Bitcoin. The rest is hyped bullshit. So, apparently, this Daily HODL, which is a site, dailyhodl.com, I believe, it, it, it presents itself like a New Yorker, you know, newspaper or something. But apparently, there's some section that tells people to get into these, you know, it shills these tokens. And this is possibly how people are getting wrecked. Not just this, but also apparently BitBoy Crypto. That I can't prove, but that's what I'm told. I didn't know. Like Arbitrum kind of came out of nowhere, and I didn't realize why people got into it. But apparently that's why. Is this daily hodl is just shilling, almost cussed stuff, <laughs> left and right. So that's what that is. Then we come to Thorium. Thorium. The devs behind Thorium, apparently they've gone silent. I don't go to Telescan, but apparently they've gone silent, haven't heard anything from them. All I know is they abandoned multiple projects and they even, they shut down direct access or indirect access to the BNB garden. They started shutting down access to the different beans. So now they're abandoning those. They've spin up all these things and then they abandoned them. And then they did cross-chain setup for, for Libera, even though Libera is in the crapper, it's not going to recover. No matter what they do, they're not, it's, it's desperation with these people. They can't figure out a way to get people to buy back in because they've already caused so much damage. So now they're just tap dancing desperate as all get out. When I said, all you got to do is fix Libero and get it back to where it needs to be. And they refuse to do that. They, again, they're just moving on. So many projects abandoned. It's it's like Google, you know, killedbygoogle.com. That's what we need, killedbythorium.com. So anyway, I was checking their community. User Vegas Bogor says, quote, scam token. User ARJLP something or other says, quote, 100% scam coin owned by own team can't withdraw. User WinLambo420 says, quote, also doesn't think this coin ever reaches $100 in 200 days. What he's talking about is that the Thorium token itself, which is currently V3, they're doing a total supply burn, which is basically forcing the price up because the price floor is going up. However, it's burning total, which means it also burns from your wallet. So you can never get rich off of it. It's for whales. That's what he's talking about there. And then user WinLambo again. 36,000 in X Thorium, so that's the state Thorium, $200. Liquidity pool zapping doesn't work as it should, and that's because when they zap, they take they take amounts off of it. Quote, also only one who maked, that's what he said, real profit in on this is Dev himself. Also, five, 10 years to wait. It's way too long, long term. I don't know what that five to 10 years is. User Kajo 77 says, quote, Stake 107 Thorium, get back 21, biggest scam ever. User 
Binatesh says, quote, scam project. I deposited 2.5 BNB and BNB minor. Once I claim the rewards, I can claim after seven days, before seven days, 78% clean tax on rewards. If I unzap the reward to BNB, gas fee is 0.3 BNB. Reward is 0.02 BNB. Stay away. And that's true, by the way. Yes, it will nail you uh, when you do that. And then the short ones. User Vanatutsdwa says, quote, pure scam warning. User Agi Agi says, quote, scam, huge scam. User Agi Agi again, they should finish in court for stealing people's money. So, Thorium is one of those where they created something good in Libero, but they have a pattern of abandoning projects. That's what you're seeing there as far as the sentiment being lost overall. So then we come to Cult Dow. I did a coverage on YouTube of CultDAO, and I said that your marketing sucks and you're not going to entice very many people to your project because you don't really do much. Some people were saying they regret buying into cult because it hasn't performed, and sure, it hasn't. Elon put out a tweet very recently that just said cult slash culture, and cult started pumping, just like when you get with Doge, Baby Doge, Floki, all these ones, Twitter, you know, Elon say, I'll name my dog Floki, and then Floki runs. Or he'll say, Baby Doge, do, 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 and then Baby Doge pumps. So now we got cult, and it was pumping simply because Elon said cult slash culture. He didn't say hashtag cult. He didn't say dollar sign cult. He just said the word cult slash culture, and it pumps. User 24-7 says, quote, fake. What a scam. He didn't say a word about this token, and someone tries to take advantage by taking your money, meaning making you a form of exit liquidity. User Sun says, quote, the project has an arrogant and greedy project leader. Damn scam project. User Dr. Charge Meister, who's pretty notorious on this, says, quote, yes, watching cults numbers means nothing. Don't worry if it goes down, down, down. Just be happy you have a robust manifesto and great tokenomics. So cult has a general positive sentiment overall, but it's losing it because it has not performed. So it's not that it's in the crapper necessarily, although its price is down. It has a generally positive sentiment, but it's losing it. And it's losing it pretty quick. Which brings me to the very last one as one of the reasons why some of these other ones are struggling more red than we would expect. Pepe, which is a meme coin that was released very recently and went on unrealistic pumps very recently, launched on major exchanges very recently, and as a result, had major amounts of money dumped into it. Again, I'm not going to go into depth about Pepe because I don't think it matters. I'm going to high level just cover Hundreds of millions of dollars was dumped into this garbage. And it truly is garbage. It doesn't do anything at all. But hundreds of millions of dollars were dumped into this. Major exchanges took notice of this volume and they jumped all on it, listing this crap. And as a result, the price has now started to consolidate and taper and start to lose the pumps that it did. I think it went from eight zeros down to five. Somebody put $3,000 in and became a millionaire because they were willing to gamble. My summary message, the reason I wanted to use this as a wrap-up, my summary message, I am not going to deep cover Pepe because it's getting too much hype on social media. However, projects like this, where it does this type of a thing, you start it, it's a meme, it doesn't do a jack, nothing, and it might hit the pumps and you might hit it rich. I challenge you, I challenge you to explain to me how that's not gambling because you know full well that's gambling. No problem. I support anybody who admits that they're gambling. And I definitely support you if you gamble and you win. Because I don't want anybody to not take chances. 
All of cryptocurrency is taking chances. I'm saying, and I've only ever said, I want people to admit that you're a gambler. That's it. If you admit you're a gambler, everything is all good. It's all good. But there are people out there who will swear that this project is great. This project is special. This is different. This is the next one. This is this. This is that. I heard about Doge Chain. I heard about Pulse Chain. I heard about Hex. I heard about all these projects. And the truth is, they are all gambles. And the reason they're gambles is because some of them may actually do something. But for the vast majority of them, you're going to see the same pattern when you look at the front of the graph and you zoom out to the month or three-month chart, which is pump and dump. Simply because people get in early, they get the initial pump, or it might not. But let's say it does. They get their money in there, they get money out of it, and they're gone. And they're not going to come back. So, here's the truth. With Pepe now, Pepe had periods where it was running out of liquidity. And you're wondering, well, how, could, how is it possible that you got hundreds of millions of dollars rolling in this bad boy, yet it's running out of liquidity? Because the hundreds of millions of dollars weren't necessarily going back to the liquidity. The liquidity pool still had to be replenished in some way. Certainly, there are people that had tokens that were creating liquidity pools so they could make some side profit, and they still are even now. But the point is, is that when it started running out of liquidity money, see, that's a risk, right? Because you could have something that runs up all good, but its liquidity is not in a good state. I saw this with C plus charge. At a point, its liquidity wasn't in a good state. They eventually locked it. The amount of liquidity is still kind of low. But it's still kicking. It's still going. It's still doing what it is. As far as I can tell, it's still a solid project. I just don't know for a fact until time passes. But because it is Pepe coming out of nowhere and everybody fumbling into it off the green, it started affecting other projects. It affected everything. It affected Doge. It affected Shib. affected Floki. It affected Kishu. Accepted, affected C plus charge. It affected pretty much every other token that wasn't a core coin. It affected all of them. And so I understand and I celebrate anybody who wants to gamble and I certainly celebrate if you were able to win your gamble. All I've ever asked is if you do just acknowledge you're a gambler. I had a listener on YouTube who straight said, this is my Vegas. Doing this kind of stuff is my Vegas. I'm a gambler. I'm a roll it. I celebrate that and I respect it. All I ask is don't come and say these are solid projects or these are legit this or that. Like, no, they're not. <laughs> we don't know that they are and they probably aren't. They're probably, but just because it's a scam don't mean you can't make money. And just because you make money doesn't make it not a scam. If making money is your goal, have at it. Mine is simply to, I'm, I'm interested from a technology perspective. When I see something like this, I'm like, hey, as long as people made money, I'm all with you and I celebrate you and I respect you. Now, see, this was a fun episode, wasn't it? Fun because we got to see what other people are feeling about these projects. And oh, by the way, as I record this, said Pepe is trending on this way down. Same thing as all happens to all the other projects. If you made money on Pepe, I celebrate you and hopefully you're able to do something nice for your family because at the end of the day, make sure you keep food on your table and a roof over your head and take care of your people. Don't get caught up in the crap because if you get caught up in the crap, you just end up with nothing. Don't do that. Be smart about it. And again, if you see something, you're willing to risk it and it's not YOLOing into something, hey, I've had it. That's going to do it for today's episode of Crypto Talk Radio, found at CryptoTalkRadio.net. I want to thank you for listening here today. I know you have choices, whether you're a new listener or a subscriber. We appreciate each and every one of you. Check out our site, CryptoTalkRadio.net. We have a contact form, the link's at the very top. We'd love to hear from you and how we're doing and what you like or what you don't like. We read each and every one of those. Also, check out our triad. 
The triad is a community that we're working to build forward of strong, smart investors, the ones that want to lead us into the next generation of cryptocurrency to evolve cryptocurrency into a more mature investment strategy for people, help people as they're growing and they get into this space. We don't want the ones that say the word Jeet and the ones that say the word Kek. We want the ones that treat this as a serious thing. Join us on our journey. Until next time, take care, be safe. Please don't YOLO into projects, any project. It doesn't matter what it is. Be smart with your investments. Make sure you always keep a roof over your head, food on your table. Your family comes first. Don't get stuck in this. Our goal is to try to help keep you safe, but we're only an informing source. There are a lot of sources out there, some of which are not really looking out for you. They're looking out for themselves. So always be careful with the advice that you take and what you do with that information is up to you, but just be smart about it is all we ask. See you next episode.